This is Pro Wrestling's only modern day Viking Gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. Oh, my God. We've had had 70 degree weather here. We really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. My name is Carl Carafel, joined alongside OMD for this episode of Turnbuckle Talk. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're not only on the road to WrestleMania, we are in the home freaking stretch of WrestleMania. We have a lot to talk about today. Maybe not necessarily everything having to do with WrestleMania itself, but as always, I like to bring you guys different things from different areas of the pro wrestling world that others may not be talking about. First and foremost, OMD, how are you doing? I am doing well, brother. Yourself? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. And you know what? I got to I got to give some props to you right now. I'm liking this uh, uh subtle little change that you've done with your camera kind of brings you a little bit more into the center and into the focus here for these programs. We're going to work on getting yes. your studio fixed up uh real nice so that we can uh, do some amazing things with not only Turnbuckle Talk but with other programs as well and yes. uh, I'm very very happy about that. Very happy about that. We are going to touch on quickly something having to do with WrestleMania and something that uh, I had I had picked as a topic, but yet kind of got revealed to us last night on Monday Night Raw, and that's involving Chelsea Green. Yes. So now we know that Chelsea Green has kind of been, you know, teaming around with a couple of different women, one of those being uh, Carmella. Yes. Um, you know, kind of did a little bit of uh, stuff with, um, oh, what is her name? I want to call, I want to, Piper, Piper Niven. I almost called her by her former name of Drop, yes. which yes. was absolute bullshit. 
But yes, did a little bit with that as well. But now we've kind of seen that Carmella has not been on television on WWE programming as of late in the recent weeks. A formation has kind of come together with the two of them. Um, you know what? Like she's been teaming with Carmella, doing some good things. Things were kind of working out. And then all of a sudden Carmella's gone. Yeah. So now that kind of left Chelsea Green with no one. Yeah. No one by her side. But yeah. that was until we got someone to come in and take the place in one Sonia Deville. So now it's going to be Sonia Deville going up against at WrestleMania, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez against Natalia and Shotzi against Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. So I want your thoughts on this, this four women tag team matchup that's going to be happening at WrestleMania and the inclusion of Sonia Deville. I like the inclusion and the addition of Sonya Deville to the match. The match had no build, and it's not for anything mm -hmm. that we know of yet. So it's almost a what's the point? Because if it's not a number one contenders match, are you just trying to give these girls more TV time? Which, I mean, all the power to them. Don't get me wrong. Those girls are all fantastic in the ring. Save for Ronda Rousey. <laughs> right. Um, so, and they've had this pointless booking and direction for Chelsea Green. I mean, like, kind of yes, kind of no. Um, we're, I mean, I think for a lot of people within the WWE, they may not still know who Chelsea Green is, right? So right. let's kind of play around with her character a little bit. Let's kind of play around with who she is and, and the direction that she's going to go in. Kind of allowing her to almost be who she wants to be character-wise right. for a little bit to see how things work. And let's figure out what sticks. And for me personally, this whole, like, Karen persona that she's got going on right now is definitely working for her and i think that that's kind of what's sticking which uh you know having her with carmella for a while made perfect sense in that right aspect. um when it comes to you know maybe there the, there was no build for this or uh you know it's, it's kind of like what the hell like why why are we even yeah. freaking doing this I think this this really boils down to the internet wrestling community. Right. Who for many, many years has been saying, we're not showcasing the women enough. We're not doing enough with the women. So right. I'm going to throw this at you. Okay. So now Triple H has this ball. He's running with it. And now he is giving you women. He's yes. putting women on your screen. Yes. And kind of like yourself, I've seen a lot of rumblings online where people are like, what is this for? What are we doing? Why is this match even happening? Well, 
which way do you want it? Do you right. want that you see more women or not? That's right. what you're being given right now. So what's your bitching? Right. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong, because I believe that the women should have more than one match at WrestleMania or on any pay-per-view, premium live event, whatever you want to call it. Right. Yeah. Not just the title matches. But I mean, if you go back 25 years when they had Trish and Lita as the first two women ever to main event Raw. Right. Right. Now you've had Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair main event night one of a WrestleMania. You had Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda main event WrestleMania for the belts. Right. So he's given the internet wrestling community that right but they keep demanding more yes and you can't like you can't just shove it down our throats like unless you are going to do wrestlemania night one women only and have it as wrestlemania evolution 2.0 and then have night two but then you're going to get the, those other ones who are saying, okay, well, why do you, why do the women get night one and then the men get showcased on night two? You know, is that the old ladies first mentality or is it, you know, why aren't the women being featured on the second night? Why can't we have the equality? Right. Right. And unfortunately, in this day and age, you can't please everybody. So you kind of just have to please a few. Yes is what it really boils down to. I'm excited for this. I really am. And I think this is going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, can it turn into a shit show? Yeah, it definitely can. Because normally when you have uh, uh, four-way matchups, especially with tag teams, it can become a huge cluster F and cause some problems and cause some issues. So I'm really hoping that that doesn't happen and that we kind of allow for two women to be showcased in the ring at one time with the inclusion of maybe a third from one person's uh, team, right. you know, a little double team going on situation. I would be okay with that as long as that's where the focus is. Yes. And we're not having just everybody all at once all over the place. Yeah. Causing confusion. And then everybody hitting their individual finishers in the match towards the end. I think that's going to happen regardless. That's, yeah. that's oh. unfortunately turned into a, a real staple within the world of professional wrestling. That's yes. what happens. So I think it's going to happen no matter what. Yes. Something it's else that I want to. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, it's one of the things that takes away from these multi-team and multi-person matches for me that's lost my interest in those. And and you know what? Sometimes it does. 100% sometimes it does. It, it definitely can take away from that because you, you want to see that, that showcase of the team or of the teams themselves as opposed to just, you know, finish, 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 yeah. finish. And then maybe somebody finally hitting a finish one more time for a pin, yeah. right? So, I mean, that inclusion is okay at times, but not at the same time. Right. If you know what I mean. Absolutely. 
something that I find very interesting. We were talking about Carmella earlier. Carmella was, you know, kind of working with Chelsea Green a little bit here. The reason for Carmella's sudden absence within the WWE right now is unclear. Creative is appearing to be intent on making, you know, sure Chelsea Green is involved in Mania, which, of course, they definitely have. Yes. A big thing that I'm seeing a lot lately, especially in this new era of the WWE, is silence or kayfabe. Let's let's use the word kayfabe for yes. a moment. We've seen now Carmella and Bray Wyatt both seemingly disappear from television. Yes. And nobody really knows why. The WWE continues to remain very kayfabe and very <coughs> silent on those issues. So I want your thoughts on this, okay? Do you think that this is a good idea for the WWE to uh, seemingly keep it out of the public eye as to the reason why they are off of television right now? Absolutely. Do we need to know that back in back um, last fall at Clash at the Castle, Matt Riddle failed a drug test and then he failed one again after leading to him being off. Does anybody really care? Um, some do. Some do. I think yeah. it's. I didn't need like, to know. You know, are they? You know, what happens if they're out? And I mean, we know that Carmella went through her issues last year with her pregnancy, right? And coming off of the injury. And I don't know if maybe she got a little bit overwhelmed. Maybe she needs a mental health break. It's possible. Um, so we just don't know. And I like it because, you know what, they don't need to be out and saying, this is why I'm off. You know right. what, yes, what they choose to share, great on them. Exactly. And that is if they want to share that information. It doesn't need to be the WWE putting out a statement or making it into a storyline of some sorts. Doesn't need to happen. Ed Fry's coming in, or Ed Freeze, as some might like to call him. Mr. Freeze of OLE has come in and said, "Had have a great show, gents. I know that he is going to be watching NXT as he always does at this time because him and Astrid are going to be bringing us the NXT show at 1010 tonight. Amazing stuff over there as well. Stick with our local establishment and make sure that you're checking out Ed and Astrid as they go through and talk about some NXT programming. So, the WWE, it's WrestleMania, WrestleMania season, yes. always brings us so many different shows, I guess we could say. Yes. And this year is not any different just as my guy Basser has come in, he's part of this show. 
WrestleMania has a plethora of different shit going on. Yes, yes, it does. One of those things is being the Andre the Giant Battle Royal that is actually going to be happening on SmackDown this year. Yes. Do you think that it should be on SmackDown or should it be included as part of one of the nights of WrestleMania? I firmly believe that it should be included in WrestleMania. Andre the Giant was the first ever WWE Hall of Famer. So we know that the Hall of Fame goes Friday night after SmackDown. So there's maybe that little tie-in. Right. But when they introduced it, it was at WrestleMania. I know they've done it on SmackDown previously as well. I believe they did it last year. Yes. And maybe it's just because Triple H is trying to go smaller instead of trying to cram 20 pounds of potatoes into a 10-pound bag. You know, they're trying to go a little bit smaller and a little bit less, which is why, as I looked at the card, there's seven matches for each night. Yes. Which is. is more than reasonable. Oh, yeah. I think so as well. I mean, it's still going to make for a long night, as WrestleMania it always is. does. Yeah, it is. I'm okay with it, though. I'm okay yeah. with the Battle Royal being on SmackDown, as long as they treat it as though it is a prestigious event that is yes. happening. Yes, yes. And yes, you get the trophy. This is not for anything, as a lot of the people like to put out there. We had this discussion yeah. ongoing. Um, and I am okay with that because it's just to, for Andre's legacy. Right. All right. As long as they don't make a joke or a mockery of this battle royal, I think that I will be okay. Yes. So I am going to give everybody a little bit of a breakdown here. We've already come through Monday Night Raw. Tonight is going to be NXT. Friday night is going to be SmackDown. Friday after SmackDown is going to be the WWE Hall of Fame. April 1st is going to be night one of WrestleMania. Or no, sorry, first before that, we're having NXT stand and deliver. And then we're having WrestleMania night one. April 2nd, we are having WrestleMania night two. And then Monday, April 3rd, we're back to Monday night raw. Yes. So essentially a uh, Wednesday and Thursday off. And then we're right back into WWE programming. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday off from WWE programming. We've touched on this numerous times that this is the longest two-week stretch of the year in terms of pro wrestling. Yes, it is. Because you've got all the other companies are all in and around L.A. or in that area. Right. Doing shows, whether they're independent, whether they're established companies, they're all there. I'm going to pull it up on my uh, book of faces here for a moment. Follow us over at uh, Facebook. Search out Turnbuckle Talk. That's where you're going to be able to find us. I'm going into my site there right now because I have 
posted the photo that I was reading everything off of. And, oh, no, they didn't comment there. Where did they call? Oh, I know where they commented. I got this. Kind of uh, giving us a little bit of um, what else is going on during WrestleMania. Now, do you, do you have any idea? Do you have a, a little bit of an inkling as to what else is happening during this weekend? We have on Friday night, March 31st, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. We have, I believe, I can't remember if it's Friday night or if it's going to be Saturday. We have Impact and New Japan Pro Strong, Multiverse of United. Yep. And then on top of all of that, you still have AEW on Wednesday and Friday night. Yep. You have Impact on Thursday. Yep. So there is just a plethora, a plethora for the avid, for the casual, and for the rabid wrestling fan. And thank you to Wit for his comment here as well on Robino's post. He says uh, Supercard of Honor is happening, um, as well as the Multiverse United. And to uh, the Shiv, the Shiv says that the collective and Mark Hitchcock Memorial Show is happening this weekend, too. So much is going on. And unfortunately, we can't cover every single <laughs> no, aspect no, we of it. Uh, but if you guys help us out, if you guys do your part that are watching and that are listening to this live or after the fact and tell your friends about our local establishment where we have a plethora of great people who can at some point cover all of this. That would be greatly appreciated, especially right now on our YouTube page. Look for our local establishment on YouTube. You're going to see that logo that's up in the corner up over there. Share that out to people for us. We're looking to get ourselves up to 100 subscribers right now. I, we're only about 10 away. Any help that you could give would be greatly appreciated. WrestleMania 39. Two nights of action. Everyone has their own ideas on what should happen, what shouldn't happen, what kind of matches should happen, all of this different shit. And... Eric Bischoff is no different yeah. for myself personally. I think that Eric Bischoff is a great mind for the business. And here is a little bit of what Eric Bischoff had to say. And I want your thoughts on this afterwards. Everyone seems to have their own ideas about what match should happen on which nights, you know, Cody and Roman seems like it's going to be, you know, the main event of night two. Um, the night one headliner is very possibly going to be Charlotte and Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, this is what Eric Bischoff had to say on his podcast, 83 Weeks. He says, sometimes timing takes over. Timing wins. And right now, I think the timing is for the tag. I think it's what the people want. I think it's the biggest thing. 
It may not have quite the attraction that Flair and Ripley match might have, but it's two individuals and it's easy to focus on. The marquee is cleaner and more powerful. There's a lot of reasons why I like the singles match in that spot, but I think the timing of Sami Zayn, everything he's done, the Usos, everything they've done, that it deserves that spot. What do you think? I am inclined to agree. Sami Zayn has become the biggest thing, the hottest marketing in WWE for the past year. So, yes, he got his main event in Montreal, in his hometown, in the Elimination Chamber. Yes, he did. So, yes, does he deserve to main event WrestleMania? Absolutely. As for Charlotte and Rhea, it's really been a lack of build and more of a mutual respect type of situation in that as opposed to this, as opposed to Rhea being this eradicator that she is supposed to be for the Judgment Day and Charlotte Flair. She has essentially pushed the Judgment Day to the side to make that her focus. And good on her for it. Because that way she's not distracted. She's not focusing on everything else. They're letting her focus on that. She's focused on that. Right. But, again, it's you've got Theory and Cena opening the show as they announced on night yes. one. Yes. So Great way to kick off, by the absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yep. So now it's, you know, you want to hit, you know, that big match. Rhea and Charlotte can be a great, great fourth, fifth, sixth match on night one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they can tear they can tear SoFi down. Oh yeah. But the Usos versus KO and Sammy for it all, yes, that absolutely deserves to be the main event. I I, I, I would agree. I would have to agree with Eric Bischoff on that. I think that uh, the Usos, Sami Zayn, whatever has been going on and happening with that has invested people into this story so much that I think that it being night one main event just makes sense. Unless, and I'm going to give you this one. Unless, because you don't want to oversaturate the bloodline storylines onto night two. So you don't want to put it right before Cody and Roman. But I'd maybe, if it's not going to main event night one, I have it open night two. Yeah, I think that that could probably be a good thing as well, um, as long as it opens. If it if it's anywhere else on the card, no. Hell yeah. no. Yeah. Not at all. No, yeah, like exactly. Said, do not oversaturate that at all, because we, we, while we have had the bloodline as a cohesive unit, everything together, Sammy Zayn, honorary Oos, Sammy Uso turning into everything has culminated to this point. Yes, where we did see Sammy Zayn and Roman Reigns. Okay, perfect. <coughs> Boom. 
amazing shit happened there. Yes. Great. Amazing. But now we need to shift that focus as we have to Cody and Roman and let Sammy and the Usos finish out that story, which seemingly started even before Roman Reigns came into the technical picture. Let's have yes. them on their own now culminating that. And I think that yes. that would be the best yes. way to do it. Night one with that. Night two is obviously going to be the grandest prize within the sports entertainment world. The conglomerates world. Yes. Is going to be night two's main event. Yes. I can tell you somebody who is not going to be main eventing or even at WrestleMania, but could very well earn herself a crown of her own. I'm talking about currently injured NXT star Ariana Grace. Do you know what she's going to be doing? Yes, she is going for Miss Universe Canada. Yes, she is. Yes. I think and that is that, that's fantastic. If she if she can do this while rehabbing her injury, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be taking place in May, with the winner actually being sent to the Miss Universe pageant. And she's been out of action with a torn ACL and meniscus in her knee since last October. Um, yes. She's 27 years old. She would undergo surgery to repair the injury. The recovery time usually ranges from 9 to 12 months for most athletes. Her dad said in an interview last November that his daughter was hopeful for a spring return to the ring while describing the ordeal as a waiting game. I'm going to put it out there. Her dad is Santino Morella. Yes. There you go, people. Santino yes. Morella's daughter, Ariana Grace. Ariana Grace, however you want to put it, has been injured. But will be competing. This is what she actually posted on Twitter. Excited to share I'll be competing in this year's Miss Universe Canada. Smiley face with hearts emoji. Thankful for my workplace for allowing me to do this while rehabbing my injury. And I love that she put that there because we all know everyone in the internet world is going to be going, what the hell? They didn't let this person do something, but they're letting this person do something. Right. And I'm sure that this is going to come out at some point. Okay. So I'm, there are, people who have done things without the WWE's knowledge that suffered some ramifications. It appears as though she actually went to the WWE and said, here's what's going on. Here's the situation I'm rehabbing anyways. It's not as though she's going to be making over what her contract is within NXT. It's not like it's going to be taking away from when she is fully rehabbed. Good on the WWE for allowing her to do this because it's going to come out during 
the Miss Universe Canada pageant. And even if she wins, which I hope she does, and goes on to win or compete for Miss Universe, what kind of a limelight is that going to shine on the WWE? Because everyone is going to know that she is a WWE superstar. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I know exactly where you were going when you touched on the previous superstars who have done things without WWE's knowledge. And you mentioned no names. Yep. And were had suffered ramifications. Yes. But yes, good on Bianca for going to WWE. Good on WWE. Because that was called communication. Ariana, not Bianca. Her kayfabe name, or her stage name is Ariana. It's Bianca Corelli. I know, but people aren't going to understand that. You say True. Bianca, people are going to be thinking Bel Air. True. True. Yes, Ariana. So, yes, good on them, but it is called communication. Right. So, you know, and you're right. Like, look at the limelight it's going to give them that they've had a Miss Universe contestant, at least. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. And could you imagine the collaborations that could happen? Let's even say that she does win Miss Universe. Yes. Okay, but she's got to go back to work. Yeah. Okay, so she comes in as Miss Universe comes in and claims to be Miss NXT. There's some, and she could even still do that. Absolutely. She could come in and still claim that she has won these pageants, no matter what the voting says. She actually won these pageants. Yes. And is Miss NXT. Yes. She can come in as Miss Canada. Miss, you know, whatever she whatever she wants. It's going to be beneficial for her growth, for her character development. Mm-hmm. The stories write themselves. 100% they do. We're at the halfway mark of the program here. We're going to be taking a a little bit of a commercial break. Before we do, though, I do want to let everybody know that uh, I'm still wearing my collar and elbow hat. And you can get yours, too. Maybe not a hat. But you can get some great collar and elbow merchandise. And even save some money on it when you use the promo code JKPODCAST. Listen to this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following wrestling a love and a passion we all share i've started a wrestling brand the wrestling brand a brand founded on the aspects of wrestling two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere collar and elbow is the brand passion and love for wrestling is the drive i am al snow and this is collar and elbow the wrestling brand. And if any of the merchandise that you see at Collar and Elbow brand doesn't suit your fancy, maybe this site will suit. 
the official Turnbuckle Studio shop is open. Official merchandise from all the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios. Carl Carafel unboxes. The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. Miscellaneous products that you can only find here. Beats and Beat Downs. And Turnbuckle Talk. Find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafel.redbubble.com. And my name is Carl Carafel, joined alongside OMD, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Dr. Pepper and Rogue for Mania stat is what we have decided to call this episode today, because yes, thank you to my non-sponsored Dr. Pepper for giving me that little caffeine boost when I need it. And near the end of the show, we're going to hear a little bit about Rogue Energy. We're going to move on to uh, outside of the WWE, outside of NXT, outside of uh, this continent, even. Okay. I want to go talk a little bit about stardom. Okay. So, a lot of different shows... When it comes to uh, independent and international wrestling promotions, have been shown on Fight TV. F I T E TV. With the exception, really, of a large showcase from Stardom. Well, we now kind of have an answer for this. Fight COO Mark Weber was asked about the lack of stardom content on Fight TV, considering the streaming service already carries selected events from stardom's sibling promotion, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm getting all of this information right now from my good friends over at WrestlingInc.com. Thank you, Ross, for this article. This is what Mike Weber had to say. We actually have aired stardom in the past, and it's done well. They have a similar business model as New Japan has and TV Asahi. They really want to keep everything there. I think they're putting it on New Japan World platform. So they do have their own platform. I disagree with that direction, but that's the direction they're going. So, because of this, well, you know, New Japan and Stardom work collectively with New Japan World. Yes. Weber has uh, kind of tried to open up the gates once again and is kind of in talks with other Japanese promotions like Dragon Gate. Okay. And he's also trying to resurrect Fight's relationship with All Japan Pro Wrestling. He says that I'm one guy doing this, so it doesn't get done quite as quickly as I want to do it. I would like to do more and more. It's very important to us to have the international 
wrestling. Where we have progressed is in the UK, working with more and more organizations there. Where we've rekindled relationships with Insane Championship Wrestling after the expiration of its deal with the WWE. Right. So, Mike Weber is trying to do what he can. Or Mark, sorry, Mark Weber, not Mike. Mark Weber is trying to do what he can with what he has available to him. Do you think it's a bad idea for New Japan and for Stardom to kind of just stick to New Japan World? Or do you think that it would uh, be more beneficial for them to run on New Japan World as well as Fight TV? I think it would be more beneficial to go on both. Um, Because you're taking away an audience on the other side of the world. Because not everybody here in North America has the New Japan platform. Yes, you can get it. I'm not sure what the cost is. Um, I get to see New Japan for one hour every Thursday night after Impact. So, do I necessarily sit here and pay a whole lot of attention to it? No, because there's a lot of names I don't know because I haven't been able to see it or really keep up on it. Right. Um, so, I do think it would be beneficial for them. It would draw in a new audience, more, more revenue. But... It depends on what New Japan and Stardom work out. Okay. And if New Japan says, look, let's push you guys and get you into the States, we know that I believe it's at the next Stardom show, Mercedes Monet is defending the IWGP title against two Stardom competitors. Right. So you're going to tell me that the North American fan base isn't going to want to go and see Mercedes against two Japanese stars? Right. Yeah, I mean, I I think that they definitely will. And I think that, yes, a partnership, if they can continue one or even get one together with Fight TV, is going to be very beneficial for both fights as well as stardom. And yes. New Japan. And so. like and like you said, great on Mark Weber for doing what he can. Right. Um, I know we are going to be seeing other collaborations between other companies coming out soon, as I just read that apparently an announcement is expected any day now for a collaboration between WXW out of Germany and Major League Wrestling. Yes. Yep. That announcement is going to be coming soon-ish. Yes. As I read the other day, it was like essentially the I's have been dotted, the T's have been crossed. It was to be announced imminently as in the next day or two, which could bring us to tomorrow, Thursday. Right. Which, yeah, it would. It would bring us to then. Yes. So it'll be very interesting to see what these collaborations do and how they happen. Our local establishment is going to be running some uh, some programming 
having to do with um, WrestleMania before night one and before night two with uh, preview shows. So we're not really going to preview anything having to do with WrestleMania. But I do want to talk one last thing about WrestleMania. Celebrities appearing at WrestleMania. It's really always been a staple of the shows. Yep. So far, that's taken by Logan Paul this year. Yes. But could fans see Snooki? They could. They could. I mean, I've I probably read the same articles you have. Probably. They've, they've reached out to her and asked when's she coming back, and she says, I want I'm waiting on the call to come back. Um, to Logan Paul's credit, he is a celebrity who is studying and learning the business. Right. To, and he's relevant right now. Yeah. And to go out there and perform at the level he does, as we have seen time and time again when he uh, gets in that ring. Right. Melball, thank you for coming in here. Maybe you can help answer a little bit of this question as well. Celebrities at WrestleMania, Logan Paul's taking that spot right now, but a former celebrity who was with, uh, you know, the professional wrestling world has kind of tweeted out there saying, I'm waiting for the call. Mama is still undefeated at WWE. That being Snooki. Snooki teamed with John Morrison and Trish at WrestleMania 27 to defeat Dolph Ziggler and Lay Cool. Um, do we want to even see Snooki back in the WWE? Does she even have that star power to really be able to grip and bring anybody into the WWE? Because essentially that's what's happening and what's going on when they bring in these celebrities, Right. I mean, I've, I've got to say no because <laughs> I had completely, completely forgotten about her. I had never, I had never watched Jersey Shore. I know they come back and they do a reunion special for six weeks every five years. Right. But I had completely forgotten about her. So, I mean, what has she done in the last fifteen years that's been relevant? That's exactly what I'm saying. It would be like bringing Paris Hilton to WrestleMania, and Paris Hilton's been irrelevant for 10 years now. Right? I, I fully agree with that. Mel coming in here with her comment, which is um, kind of the same that we're talking about here as well. She says, Snooki isn't relevant anymore. Let that ish stay in the past. I agree. Yeah. I am. I am for a celebrity being involved some way, somehow within WrestleMania um, just because it, it will allow their fan base to kind of be drawn into the product here. Mel says Paris Hilton is more relevant than Snooki since she just had a baby. Very good point. Okay. Thank you, Mel. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And personally, I would have preferred Wow instead of Snooki. Like, yeah, but JWoww probably Wow's probably trying to get a hold of Impact to go back and do an appearance there. Probably. Probably. Um, <laughs> now, and I'm all for celebrity involvement as well. I mean, right. in wrestling, especially at the big pay-per-views. 
of course, of course. <laughs> um, but you know what? Like, I'd like it to just be, you know, maybe a musical performer. I had Aretha Franklin at WrestleMania 23 doing America the Beautiful. Right. Yes, we had the billionaire versus billionaire match. So that was Donald Trump's involvement, but he right. wasn't actually competing. Right. I had, I saw saliva and drowning pool at WrestleMania X eight in Toronto. Right. You know, and if you go back when you've had Cindy Lauper accompanying Wendy Richter, you had Rev theory, play Randy Orton to the ring motorhead play triple H, mm -hmm. you know, that is the extent of the celebrity that I truly like. Sure. Have them in the crowd because they're, they're endorsing a movie. So they're going to be, plugging of you course know you know so by all means do that but do we need another like um big show versus aki bono where they're always in the match and they turn the big show celebrity matches into a joke right i mean definitely they did but i think i think that that Okay, so that was a different mentality back then. Yeah. The mentality that we have now going forward is that we are actually including them in the storylines. It's not just a, uh, a matter of, let's use Akibono for an example, right? It's not just, oh, we're, we're going to announce that, you know, Akibono, um, but we're not really going to do any promotion for it. Right. Right. Whereas with this, we've got... <laughs> you know, Logan Paul, who does his own promotion. The WWE is doing promotion. The Miz is doing promotion. All of this different promotion is going out there with at Logan Paul or hashtag Logan Paul or hashtag Logan Paul WrestleMania. And then people are going to start turning their eyes to it going, what's this? What's Logan Paul doing? Yeah. For them to tune in. Yeah. As opposed to, and, and, and I love when they have musical guests there, 100% I do, but they don't really advertise that either. So it's not as though, and it's only a one song or one to three right. song performance right. that lovers of that musical artist aren't going to be buying a ticket to WrestleMania to see them put on two songs. No. You know what I mean? No, yeah, you're going for the show. You're going for the experience. It is, it's a culture to be in there. Right, right. But think about how, how better it would be if these bands started, you know, kind of throwing out a little bit of promotion on their own going, holy shit, guys, we're going to be playing WrestleMania. If you guys want to pay tickets to see a good show on top of us, this is what you need to do. Come yeah. out and experience us for a few moments and then envelop yourself into what is there. Yeah. If you have a band that's going out there and doing that, you're going to have more people that are going to be like, you know what? Maybe I'll get nosebleeds for this thing and yeah. uh, kind of see what it's about. Right. Where I can yeah. get tickets at, you know, 50 bucks instead of, uh, you know, 3050 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Right. So I think the inclusions are, are, are definitely a good thing just to kind of put the eyes on 
everything for WrestleMania. Yes. We are coming up to the end of everything here. I want to thank everybody who has come in uh, inside the chat, talked with us. If you were seeing this after the fact, I would love for you to leave your comments on anything that you've heard during this program. And if you're able to, I want you to join us live on Tuesdays as we go live at 8.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do have to do a couple of quick shout outs here, though. First, I want to thank all of my friends over in the UK. Yes, we are international with this show. Thank you to RealWrestling.net. News and views by Real Fans. If you're not able to catch this program live and you're seeing it afterwards, I want you to go to RealWrestling.net. And click the link over there. Give them the click and give us the click as well. Felicia, thank you so much for coming in as well and spending a little bit of your evening here with us. To go and see my friends over at realwrestling.net. So much different and good content going on there. I'm going to give a huge shout out to our friends over at StreamYard. Thank you so much to StreamYard for being the platform hosts of this program and of lots of programs when it comes to our local establishment and turnbuckle studios thank you so much Streamyard. i love this hoodie guys this is a great freaking hoodie thank you Streamyard. i love it love it get your dr peppers ready get your rogue energy ready Because y'all are going to need it for this weekend of WrestleMania. Let's take a look at what Rogue Energy has for you. RogueEnergy.com has so many great flavors over there that you can order and have shipped to you. Use the promo code OLEPODS and get 10% off your entire order. Not the first time, but every single time. Follow us at our local establishment on the Twitter box, on the Instagram, on Twitch, on YouTube, on the Book of Faces. You can even email us. All of those are down below in the ticker. Please go and uh, (laughs) follow. Follow and subscribe. Do whatever you got to do. Help us build up our numbers for this amazing platform of really awesome people that put out some fantastic content. Dan, where can people find you? They can find me on Snapchat under One Man Dynamic. They can find me on Facebook at Dan Harisic. 
Um, that's it. I do want to give a shout out to Ed. I know after la- last night after the Raw watch along when you had left, mm-hmm. um, Ed Parrish and, Chris- and I were chatting for a little bit. Awesome. So I want to. I do want to thank Ed. I will be meeting with Bubba Duke online tomorrow to discuss the possibility of an AEW Dynamite watch along. Um, Ed inviting me to come in and join for the WrestleMania pre and reviews this week. Um, it will, of course, depend on time, as well encouraging me to get in touch with Astrid to fill in for Impact shows right? and all of that. So I want to give a huge shout out and appreciation for all of that. because, And if it weren't for you bringing me in to do these shows with the Raw Watch Along and this, these opportunities probably would not be opening up for me. Absolutely. So a huge thanks to you, brother. Not a problem at all. I appreciate everyone that is part of this platform with our local establishment and everyone that has been there and helped supported me and corporate Joe as we took Turnbuckle Talk and created Turnbuckle Studios. Thank you so much. And how can you guys find me? Easiest way down in the ticker below link tree, L I N K T R dot E E slash Carl Carafel. That is how you can do it. Again, just thank you so much to everybody for being here and being a part of this with us. Remember, everyone, the world's a scary place. Take care of each other. <laughs>